Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That is every single weeknight, even during the offseason at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube. Plenty of new programming going there. We will be announcing this week some of the hosts for our new project there, Five Reasons Sports Talk or 5R Sports Talk. We're going to be starting that on the YouTube channel. So we'll explain to you kind of why that's a little bit different from some of the stuff we've been doing. Also check out five reasonsports.com, The latest from Brady Hawk, always up there on a daily basis. He just did a big piece on Kendrick Nunn. He's been breaking down all of the heats players. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network, including our local sponsors down here in South Florida, like Miami grill. The only thing better than cheering for the heat or against the Sixers is doing it with your favorite wings. Miami grill's got you covered. Bring home a platter of your faves to share for the games going forward here in the conference finals. Just how you like them. Crispy grilled naked or boneless and sauce perfection with one of three new sauces, mango habanero, Honey, garlic, and Nashville hot. If you can't decide, get them all delivered with a catering order. There's more than just wings, too. Order for the whole family, cheesesteaks, gyros, burgers, and more. And don't forget, for a limited time, you can also get your Miami Grill collectible cups featuring artwork by four different Winwood Mural Fest artists. Collect all four by yours for $2.99 or upgrade your meal deal to a larger size for $2.99 and get more fries and the cup. Order online or in person pickup drive through dine and delivery available at all locations visit mymiamigrill.com for more details miami grill if you're craving it they're making it did we mention cheesesteaks and now tonight's episode one two three four five on the floor welcome to five on the floor a daily show on the miami heat and the nba featuring ethan skolnick with alex toledo and greg sylvander Part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All righty, Skolnick back on five on the floor. Now we took a couple of days off. Make sure you check out our episodes from last week. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander. Follow me at Greg Sylvander. I've got our guy Tropical Blanket, who you know is Alex Toledo. And we're just going to have some fun tonight. Um, it has been hard to have fun during this playoff run. The only thing that the Heat contributed to the playoff run, as I tweeted, was the Giannis countdown. That's pretty much it. That's all you've gotten out of it. Other than that, everything has been pretty much bad for the Heat. You get swept in the first round. You're watching Devin Booker, who you passed on, become the NBA's new uh, elite superstar in the Western Conference. You've got Chris Paul going to the Western Conference Finals after Heat fans didn't want to trade for the contract. Uh, it, all of this stuff has been going on. You've got Dwayne Wade cheering Donovan Mitchell from a courtside seat in Utah. So the whole thing has just been hideous. Also, the idea that if the Heat had just gotten into the 4-5 spot, we said all along that that was the place to be, that that's where you had a vulnerable team at the top of that bracket. But at least tonight, Greg, at least tonight, homage to my friend and our friend, George Sedano, you wouldn't rather be the Sixers. No, boy, this uh, fell apart quickly. I mean, Ben Simmons, can we just start there for a second? Like, oh, like th th this guy had eight, six, and then five in game seven tonight. He passed up an open dunk. I've never seen anything like this. Like, what did he end up shooting tonight? We have detected a flaw in the process. And it is Ben Simmons. And I don't know how they fix that. I don't know what they do with that roster. I, I don't think Embiid's going to want to stick around there. 
it's a total mess. And it's just, um, again, I am not going to spend a lot of time here, but I will reemphasize what I continue to say that teams can have as many assets, superstars, young players, and, um, and talent as, as you may think that they can, you know, pull together and, and make runs and some do, and, and the ball bounces their way, but something about Philly always stunk. And we saw it officially tonight as Trey young and uh, those Hawks sent them home. It wasn't just Trey young though, Alex. I mean, they lost to Kevin Herter, um, who who we know best from the Jersey swap with Dwayne Wade when everyone was like, who the hell was that guy? Uh, to, to answer your question, Alex, though, Ben Simmons tonight was two of four from the field. We, we have gotten on Bam Adebayo about not being aggressive enough. I don't want to hear about Ben's 13 assists and eight rebounds tonight. Um that's just awful. I mean, How about in an this? elimination game, he took four the, shots. So so this isn't confirmed. Someone tweeted this to me. Ben Simmons was a total of three for three from the field in all seven fourth quarters in this series. Wrap your head around that. He took a he took a total of three shots in seven games in the fourth quarter. Shout out to junior underscore Trey 05 for that information. Yeah, I follow I mean, the count. Alex, so what do you do with him? What do you who do? could have predicted? Who could have seen coming? That a team built around, you know, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris surrounding that talent that they have in Joel Embiid, who is, the, I feel like, the only legitimate talent they got out there from their three max players. Like, who could have predicted it, especially with Doc Rivers as coach, that they would have collapsed like this? I don't think anybody could have seen this coming, right? No, but seriously, like, it, <laughs> they really lived up to my worst expectations of them, and you know how much I, you know how much I, I, I'm enjoying this right now. I just they blew it in such a flagrant way that I'm I'm literally like <laughs> I, I don't know how to process how bad they just screwed up the process. Oh process. Look at that. Alex, they lost when Trey Young was five of twenty-three from the field and started two of nine at home. I mean game seven at home. We've seen three times. We've now seen two guys have the Starks game right. in a row. In Drew Holiday and Trey Young, both of them started two of 18 and Trey was two of 19. Uh, But here's the thing about it. And this is why I will always take the guy who's flawed but has balls, okay, over the guy who we think is a perfect player but doesn't, okay? Trey Young didn't give a fuck, okay? I mean, I'm I just at the end of that game, he was still attacking. He was still taking bad shots, but he also was making Philadelphia pay by throwing lob after lob to Capella getting into the paint. Like, and while Ben Simmons was literally standing there, like not even involved in the possession, like at least with Bam. And again, we've been critical of Bam for not being aggressive enough, but Bam at least was involved in the action. Okay. The the point we were making was, okay, turn and look at the basket. Ben was literally avoiding the, like not looking at at the game, like physically, like you could see it. It was visible to watch him like, try to like like a magnets that are not attracting you know what i mean like they're staying away from each other Mm -hmm. like he was like that with the action and it was just weird and i just can't guys joel Embiid is gonna like either say get that guy the hell out of here or i want out of here and how the hell do you move ben simmons right now what i mean what what do you get back for ben simmons today oh man i love this and also it's fitting that you know, this is the year that like it was perceived that they put everything together. They had enough shooting around these guys to make it work. They were the ones. Shout team. out to Seth Curry. 
Yeah, he like, well. you know, he's nice, right? Like, he definitely helped. He didn't, he didn't choke, right? You got to give him some credit. He was pretty consistent throughout this, but you're just looking at Tobias Harris, like, just game after game. I know he, he was a little bit better than in the past this year, but, you know, 8 of 24 in a game, 7 at home. This is the, the other max guy that's supposed to be there helping you if you're the Sixers, like, as far as from a scoring load, just not there. I mean, it's fitting that they lost to the Atlanta Hawks right here in such a terrible, embarrassing fashion. The Hawks being the team that in the past two decades couldn't get out of the second round after all these years. That's what the Sixers are. That's what they are. They're a second round team. They couldn't, you know, the one year that it felt like they were going to get past it was the year that they had Jimmy there. And then they picked Tobias Harris and Al Horford over Jimmy and they just kind of screwed, <laughs> shot themselves in the foot. And I just think like I had them beating the Hawks, but this is not honest. This is not that surprising them doing something like this. All right, we're going to get to the heat going forward a little bit with this. And also, I mean, we have to look at it from another perspective. There was a blown opportunity here, I, I, in my view, for the heat. And, and it all goes back to losing to a Hawks team that didn't have the two guys I involved in that. I talked about being involved in that action, Trey Young and Clint Capella in a game earlier this season. And kind of that loss to me killed the heat season. It just it it killed them. But what does it mean that the Hawks are there? that the Bucks are there, but also what does it mean that now John Collins is in the Eastern conference finals, which may change the equation with him. Uh, what does it mean? Maybe that Philadelphia decides, should we try to replace Simmons at point guard with Kyle Lowry, the Philly guy who we went after once already. There are a lot of ramifications that come out of just the East. We're not going to talk about the West tonight. We'll get to all of this uh, here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that's MyBookie. You can go to MyBookie.ag to bet on the conference finals going forward. Also, baseball, hockey. My Islanders are still alive, now 2-2 in that series. Bet just about anything at MyBookie.ag. You can do the live betting at halftime. If you want to hedge, go the other direction. Thank you to MyBookie for the great great numbers you gave me on the Bucks winning that series against the Nets. Thank you to Kyrie Irving for not playing, I guess, because I, I cashed out on that one. MyBookie.ag, use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Again, use that code 5. Also, not only will you get a bonus there, be eligible for these blackjack tournaments, give you and your friends a crack at prize picks, a prize pools up to $50,000. So bet anything, anytime, use that promo code F-I-V-E. That's the promo code F-I-V-E. And mybookie.ag. All right, let's get back to it now. I, I've mentioned a couple of these things. Let's try to rapid fire some of this stuff, guys. All right. So let's 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 go. I'm going to go one of you. Big night. One of you, and then the next. Okay. First, Greg John Collins, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think we all like him. I know Alex and I have had our debates about how much, and about how much he's worth. I came away from this series really liking him. I, I thought he played really good defense on MB down the stretch. I, I just think Jen, he's a really good player, but I also don't think he's a max player. Oh, of uh, course not. Yeah. Right. But, but, but two things, I mean, is Atlanta going to let him go after this? It seems to me like they've found a good mix there. Yeah. And second, if anybody, if he is going to go somewhere, it is because somebody's going to max him, right? Yeah. You're going to have to overpay. I feel like this is the type of run Atlanta they built this team and they went out aggressively in free agency. And because this is going to pay off no matter what happens in the results of the Eastern conference finals. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They have every every reason to bring this team back um, within financial constraints. I don't know like what kind of tax they're willing to pay there in Atlanta, but conference finals trips are, um, you know, not something that happen every day. I mean, unfortunately the Atlanta Hawks have gone to the Eastern conference finals, tore their team completely down, completely rebuilt it and now gotten back to the Eastern conference finals all in the span of the 76ers process before the Sixers ever got to this conference finals. So that's really funny. Um, and well, like, that's a hell of a point. In addition to the fact that the perception is they, they did it even while losing a trade, right? Yeah, because they traded Luca. Don Luca yeah. to get Trey. And now you've got both Aiton and Trey. This has got to eat at Luca, but you got both Aiton and Trey in the conference finals. But can right they now. pay all those guys? Uh, it's a good question, Ethan. Like you talk about like John Collins, like mm-hmm. who's the guy who gets squeezed out? Like I almost would feel like there's a part of them that would want to move Gallinari and keep Collins, but like maybe they try to pay for all of them. I, I think it's an interesting conversation. I'm super intrigued. I My biggest question with Collins, just to circle back here and I'll end my point on, on John Collins, is that I was worried he couldn't guard up. And to me, in that series, he proved he can guard up. So next to Bam, I I love that idea. I don't want to talk about Gallo again because we've done that twice already and it didn't end up panning out. Alex, next question for you. Joel Embiid, um, he's not the one that's going to get crucified in Philly. It's going to be Simmons. But at a certain point, though, we know that Joel doesn't hide his pouting very well, whether on social media or publicly do you think it's possible to try to pry him from there? And is it worth everything to do? I, I know Jimmy wants to play with him. Again. I wish you didn't ask me this because I can be unreasonable about Sixers players. And uh, I recently said in a, in one of these heat chats the other day that I never wanted Joel and beat on the heat. Um, so I feel like I got to say that up front, but Seriously, he is that he's a legitimate talent. He's obviously one of the maybe the 12 best, 10 best players in the league. There's no doubt about it. Them, you know, losing year after year is definitely not his fault. You know, not that he's perfect. He he, he has been up and down in the past, but he, he's really put it all together. He's dominant. He just needs more help. Uh, as far as trying to pry him away, I'm sure the Heat and Jimmy have, <laughs> you know, the, the these conversations have probably been had at some point, I assume. I mean, I don't know how it works, but I just think that's along the lines of something they would do. We talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had that episode where we talked about the relationships with Jimmy and Bam and specifically Jimmy and Embiid is one of those guys and he's in his prime. So is and it it's worth a place it? where villains are loved? In mm. theory, it's worth it. But uh, I really do think it's a tough conversation when you're talking about like, you know, having to trade Bam to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that's, black and black or white at all like i think that's that's a gray area it's a tough conversation but in, in theory bringing a, a talent like mb to the eat of course that's that's what they want to do he, he's an orca all right all right we've got i've got one more question for each of you guys before we do another 
of our promos with code five F I V E prizepicks.com. Do your daily fantasy there. Thank you, John Collins for the over tonight. Appreciate it. That got me out of the hole. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five F I V E. Get yourself a bonus. This is daily fantasy simplified. They do everything beyond just the NBA too. You want to bet on any of the other players in the other sports. You can do that. You can mix and match. You can do power play to go all in. You can do flex play to hedge it. Uh, but this is the place to play daily fantasy. We've had uh, more than 150 people sign up through our code using the code five. So find out why they've been doing it. Greg puts his picks up there every day as do I, and we've got a prize pick show that we're continuing with this week here with me and David Eversall and David Friedman on our YouTube channel. If you want to learn how to play surprisepicks.com, use the code five, deposit 20 bucks. That's all you got to do. Play 10 uh, and just get yourself started there. All right. A uh, couple of more quickies here. Uh, Greg, the, the fact you mentioned the Hawks, they redid their entire team pretty much. I mean, within a three or four year span and look, they passed the heat this year. I mean, I mean, they finished ahead of the heat. The heat had that horrible performance against that group, but give the Hawks credit. They won. Um, I wasn't sure the mix was going to work all that well this year with Gallo and Bogdanovich, who they picked up late after the bucks, you know, bleep that whole situation up, uh, I didn't know if they, and then they lost two of their key defensive players. They lost uh, Reddish and they lost Hunter during the season who were supposed to be two of their kind of, de, you know, defensive versatile wings. And they're still here. Um, I, I guess, is there a concern that, that they are a long-term impediment to the heat in the Eastern conference? Cause we have not talked about them. We've talked about the bucks, the Sixers, the nets. Uh, and two of those teams are out right now. Yeah. And that's exactly why I don't think that we necessarily need to, to discuss the Hawks in that manner. It doesn't mean that the Hawks won't be a thorn in the heat side and a, and a competent team, a playoff team, you know, the group, there's no indication that they're going anywhere. They're young. They're um, I mean, Nate McMillan's done a great job. So I, I think they're sticking around, but this to me, it more shows that like if we were to fast or, or rewind back to the bubble and the heat and the Celtics were in the conference finals, and then you look at the landscape of the league today with what Atlanta just did, um, Milwaukee overcoming some demons and getting to the conference finals, you see the Clippers minus Kawhi Leonard shutting out the, the one seeded jazz and the jazz never felt like a one seed from the start. And then the upstart sun's coming out of nowhere. I think it's a really good example that like, uh, the Heat are not as far away as their worst days showed them to be, and they may not be as close as their best days were either, but like this stuff changes fast, and it's all the more reason for me that I think you're right, Ethan. This was a missed opportunity for the, for the, uh, for the team, like in Jimmy's best years. You see this clear path that was there, had everything been firing on all cylinders, so I think it's really incumbent on them to go out and be aggressive because like this really is wide open. Like Nobody can look at Brooklyn or any of these other teams and say there's no way you're going to make a move to beat them because like look how this has transpired well the west is wide open too i mean i look nobody was everybody looks looking at phoenix like a juggernaut now nobody was looking at phoenix as a juggernaut six months ago uh final one here because this is sort of this is on our thread right now and i did want to talk about this uh, this is the big concern you know best laid plans alex you know we talk about going after certain players and who you want who they're going to target the the reason i always hedge this stuff okay even though i have an idea who the heat want and who wants to play for miami is that other stuff happens around the league that is not static okay it 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 changes well okay this is out there i mean what if ben simmons is traded for kyle lowry now 
right? Like, doesn't that this change the equation? I mean, again, Philly was one of the teams that Kyle was interested in playing with. We were going right up to the buzzer on trade deadline day where they were throwing out all kinds of stuff about Philadelphia being involved in this. They got to make a change now. Kyle Lowry, to me, you want a guy who will take shots in the fourth quarter. You want a guy who does have that kind of toughness. That's who's a Philly kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who's looking for one last run who can get them over the top. Like that situation sets up perfectly for them. Does this change the equation where maybe Miami has to, if, if Kyle's really the target, they got to get more aggressive. Oh no, absolutely. I agree with that conclusion. Although maybe I don't agree so much that it would have to be a Lowry for Simmons thing. I think the idea would be to, you know, to add him there and either way, I think you got to avoid that as, and that, uh, that's absolutely a factor when it comes to chasing Lowry here in, in the off season. And, Maybe we all think they've got a head start and all that. But like you said, it's, you know, you can't count your chickens before they hatch. It's like that everything is static. Like you said, it's fluid. And uh, although it feels like that's something that could really happen with the heat is him ending up over here. You can't let him up and uh, excuse me. You can't let him end up on the Sixers. That's exactly the type of player that they need, like you said. And they just need a ball handler. They need a shot creator. They need somebody who could defend there, who could be a leader. And he checks off every single one of those boxes. So uh, any type of player like that, you got to avoid the Sixers getting because uh, that's when stuff can really get scary. I just don't think their roster is one of a, you know, a playoff contender. It just feels like this is what they're destined to do every year with the roster that they have right now. I mean, Doc Rivers was asked tonight in post game if Ben Simmons can be a point guard on a championship team. And his answer was, I don't know the answer to that right now. Like, and okay. So let's just say they want to move Simmons and bring in Kyle. Cause I know Alex alluded to like that. The idea would be to add Kyle Lowry to Simmons and Embiid. Where are you playing Simmons? I just feel like the, the mm-hmm. Embiid Simmons combo that that is over with to me personally. So I think it really would come down to um, if they were going to sign and try sign and trade Lowry, uh, Simmons may be the best package they could get. So the, really what that is, what that does most is uh, gives leverage and, and Miami may need to, you know, fully guarantee a contract or, or, or give a third year. We don't know what that looks like, but do you think um, they would put Simmons on the table for, for Lowry in this situation where he's like a free agent, as opposed to like, uh, if Embiid says fix yeah. this or I'm out of here, I think they're going to have to do uh, the, whatever the franchise he says. player has been established. Alex, the franchise player is going to get, Oh, no it. doubt about that. He, he He's the guy they can. Well, I, there was doubt about a year and a half ago. So, I mean, right now I think we all agree. I think everybody agrees. Anybody who watched that agrees, but that has been established. And, and I also think, you know, it puts into a little bit more context, the heat situation, which, you know, bam is, 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 is a player who's going to learn, from what happened this off season, Ben Simmons clearly has not he's regressed. And I think that is where you do have to feel a little bit better about the heat. Situation. Bam has already showed you, by the way, extraordinary play in the playoffs. And uh, again, not to just kind of say this over and over again, but they got to the finals and Bam was a, a huge part of that, a huge yeah, part of that ben, with all ben, his flaws that we talked about. He did in his first year as a starter, yeah, just, to, you ben, know, just to show some perspective on how these other teams really just can't get over the hump. Well, this this also comes in uh, from Mark's. You know, this is the quote here that, that uh, I don't know the answer to that right now. On Ben Simmons, um, we are going to talk about the Bucks. What's happened uh, with out there with James Jones and Phoenix, the Kawhi situation with the Clippers. We'll get into all of that this week as we go forward. But let's just do it right now. On three, I would rather. 
Be the heat. Be the heat. (laughs) Not be Sedano. Have a good night. One, two, three, Cancun for Philadelphia. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.